morning and good coffee. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're all doing well. And uh, and welcome. Welcome to Morning Coffee with Larry. Uh, the show where you can <laughs> listen anytime you want and drink whatever beverage you want, just as long as you are going to do your best to make today the best day it can be. Boy, where did that little stuff pop out of my head from? Anyway, today is Wednesday, the 20, it's the 24th, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, it has to be the 24th. Yes, it is. The 24th of July. <coughs> Pardon me. 2019. We are here. We are about at the end of the month, and we have a break in the heat. As a matter of fact, I just poked my head outside before sitting down here, and you know what? It's a bit chilly. So uh, I don't think I want to wear shorts whenever I go out to do the uh, the morning chores. But we, uh, uh, it's nice. We were supposed to have several days of sunshine, and the temperatures are only supposed to get to around 80. Uh, and, and dropping down on temperature, what was the temperature I just saw? Um, 60 degrees. Wow, what a difference from last week. I kind of like it. We, uh, I don't know how others did last night. We had um, four grade school girls, our granddaughter and three of her friends that spent the night at the farm. They were running around, having a good time outside last night. They were sleeping in uh, the camper. And my wife and youngest grandson, they were in a tent just outside the camper. And thankfully, it was a small tent, and I got to sleep inside in my bed. So, <laughs> but we had a fire, campfire out there. We roasted marshmallows around the fire, got them with a good sugar rush, and then said, okay, go to bed, it's dark. <laughs> Also, uh, my wife had gotten those, uh, uh, they're not glow sticks, but the same thing, but it's the, the long uh, ones where you can uh, clip the ends together to make a necklace, a loop, you know, something to throw or play with. And the kids all had a blast with that. And frankly, I had a blast with it too. Uh, I posted on my personal Facebook page a picture of me wearing them and made me think of the movie Tron. Uh, and so, you know, <laughs> oh, you got to have fun with kids. If you can't have fun with kids, uh, you know, that's another problem that you got to work on because you got to be able to joke around and laugh around and have fun with them. And I was having a good time at the campfire until all the mosquitoes decided they liked uh, Larry blood and they were biting me all over. I put bug spray on, but it didn't matter. They were going after me. And I said, okay, I'm ready to call her quits. So, but anyway, uh, welcome to today. And uh, when I woke up this morning, I woke up a bit early. And, uh, and so I uh, was just kind of laying there pondering and thinking about things. And one of the things that popped into my head, and I'm not sure, I may have talked about this before um, on the podcast. I have, forgive me, because... But I just didn't feel like going through all my my notes to see if I'd covered it or not. It's a good one to uh, 
to uh, bring up again, just a second, Lipton tea again this morning. Um, but it's it's kind of like whenever you, if you want to see change in your life, and we've talked quite a bit about that. I mean, that's a part of the po- the concept of this podcast. If you want to see change in your life, sometimes um, we can use a, a good analogy uh, from hiking and backpacking. And I go back to uh, uh, the uh, the time when I was in Scouts as a boy. And we were learning different skills, pioneering skills, uh, orientation or orienteer, orienteering skills, uh, all those kinds of things. And whenever you're in a kind of a flatter area where you don't have a lot of, of trees, uh, you know, it's like you're not in the middle of a forest. You're out in the middle of the woods. You're out on more of a plain and you're needing to, you know, go a particular direction. You take your compass, you get your bearing, and it's like, okay, we need to walk this direction. An important thing to do is to take your compass and hold it up so that you can see the the pointer, the arrow on it, and get your eye lined up so your eye is in a straight line with that. Then look down range and pick a spot, pick a permanent feature as far out as you can see. Maybe it's a tree, maybe it's a building, maybe it's a gap in trees off at a distance, maybe it's a tower, whatever it is, find that spot. And that becomes you know, a, a place for you to focus on and then keep walking towards that. That's an important skill because sometimes these compass courses that we would have to do in competitions, um, you know, you had to walk quite a distance in an absolutely straight line. And the way you do it is you have to have this focus point that you keep your eyes locked on. You don't want to be looking around anything and everything because that's how you get off course. So you decide, you know the direction you want to go, and you decide upon that focus point. Well, that's an important thing whenever you're looking at life. You know, I love the saying, you know, take one day at a time. It's the idea you don't get yourself overwhelmed by thinking about too many days at once. But that's only if you've already established the goal that you are, you know, striving for. If you haven't decided on that, one day at a time can have you walking in a circle, walking in the wrong direction. So you have to have that that goal. You know what you want to, you know, the direction you want to go. Now have something tangible that you can use as your focus point. If you want to pursue in a, a higher management in the job where you work so you can get better pay and and, and have different experience, then, you know, if that's the direction you want to go and you've thought through it, now, what, you know, maybe it's a person, maybe that focal point is a person that you admire that you think does a great job, and that's your focal point to help you stay on target. 
or maybe it's the the lifestyle that you pursue. Maybe you're working on, you know, in a, a, a job where it's not convenient for the lifestyle you want outside of your family. And so you have to stay focused to complete additional education or training or degrees. And so maybe your focal point is how you imagine that your your lifestyle, your family, your kids, your spouse, maybe your, your focal point is them. And you keep your focus on them as you work through these tough times to get there. Valuable. Valuable. Without that, again, you can just spin in circles. And then years pass. And then you're wondering, what the heck am I doing? Another example that came up to my mind was, I believe it was 1995, I was an assistant scoutmaster with Troop 130 in Effingham, and we were planning a high adventure trip out west. We were hoping on taking the boys to Philmont Scout Ranch down in New Mexico, but the way they were doing it there, uh, we, I, I can't remember if they did it by lottery. I don't think it was by uh, date of application, but we didn't make the cut. There's you know, they only have so many spots that they can fill for people coming out and hiking in a season, and we we did not make the cut. But we still wanted to go on a high adventure trip. We wanted to take the boys out west. So what we did was we stopped by and visited Filma for the day just to see, you know, kind of what base camp looks like and, and what the terrain around Philmont looks like. And then we continued further south, uh, on that mountain range, and and then went across, I believe, to the other side, which was, uh, there was a Boy Scout camp based out of Lubbock, Texas. It was a primitive camp in the middle of the National Forest, and it was called Camp Tra- or it was, yeah, Camp Trace Ritos, the Three Rivers, if I know my Spanish well. I don't know, but that's what I was told. Uh <laughs> And uh, we stayed at this camp. They were having day camp, or not day camp, their uh, their summer version of summer camp there. And we just stayed in a campsite. And then what our goal was to uh, do hiking on trails throughout the National Forest. The area that we were in was completely tree-covered. Absolutely, completely tree-covered. If you wanted to see what was around you, you had to find a little meadow where there was a break in the trees so you could kind of see what was around you. But the trails were pretty well marked, and we decided to take a particular trail one day that was going to take us up to a 10,000-foot elevation. And to uh, make a long story short, we missed the trail when we got to the top of the ridge, and instead of going on the trail, we were on a lo- an old logging road. And to tell you how old it was, there was no evidence that logging had been done there uh, that we could see. So it had to have been, I don't know, 75, 100 years earlier when they did logging. But, you know, it, it was just, we were, we were traveling on it. And then we realized we were kind of, you know, helplessly lost, hopelessly lost. 
we didn't know where we were. Well, we walked around until we found a break in the trees so we could try to get our bearings. Now, here was the challenge. We all had compasses. We knew how to use them. We had a map. We knew how to use that. We knew where our destination was on the map. The problem was we didn't know where the heck we were. We didn't know where we were. And you cannot, you have to have those basic elements of knowing where you are, where you're going, you know, to, to be able to plot a course. And so we found this break in the trees. It was a fairly good-sized meadow, and we hunted and looked and looked and looked, and all the, the mountains looked the same because they were tree-covered until we spotted something unique in the landscape that we could find the match on the map. And once we found that, we could determine where we were how, what we needed to do to get down to a road, and then that road <clears throat> was going to take us back to camp. Now, it took a few hours for us to accomplish this feat, but that's, that's kind of what we have to do in life as well. You know, you need to know where you're at with things. You need to do an honest assessment. If you can't do an honest assessment of yourself, you're not going to know exactly where you're at. You can be doing what you need to do, or at least you think you do, but if, but if it's not accurate to where you are in your life, you know, if, if <clears throat> whenever bad things happen, if you always blame somebody else, if you always blame a spouse, a child, uh, a friend, a neighbor, a relative, a parent, you know, whoever it is, if whenever bad things happen, if your knee-jerk reaction is always to blame somebody else, well, that may not be accurate. You may not be really honing in on what the real problem is. So being playing the blame game isn't always helpful. You know, maybe the, it's it, it reminds me of a gal that... Um, was was taking a, a psychology class that I was teaching uh, years ago, and uh, when we were talking about addiction, um, she made kind of an interesting comment, and so that kind of begged her to tell a little bit of her story uh, since she was volunteering it, and she had been the child of an alcoholic, and first couple of husbands were alcoholics. And most recent boyfriend was alcoholic. And it would have been very easy to point a finger of blame at these men in her life who were alcoholics that were, you know, the source of so much frustration and disappointment and struggle. But she wasn't. Her focus turned to, because she couldn't change any of those people. Her focus turned to the notion of what's wrong with me today that I keep picking men who are alcoholic. She didn't have any choice with her father. I mean, you don't 
pick your dads in that regard. But she decided to open up her eyes to herself and she could make changes in herself because she has control there. She doesn't have control over other people. And that kind of uh, insight is what we need whenever we're wanting to make change so that we know where we are. So if there's something you want to change, do you know where you are? You know, if, if you're not happy with, you know, people around you, frustrated with people around you, it seems like everybody is just insensitive or negative or this or that. Is the problem really other people and that's it? Or, you know, is there something that ties in with you that you have then a level of control to change? When you see those things and make a plan and change those, you set a goal off at the distance to help you stay on track. Next thing you know, you're back at base camp. You're, back, you're where you want to go. You reach your destination. This particular student of mine from years ago, I ran into her again, and uh, she did. She made changes in herself and found a great guy that uh, she married and is still married to. You know, she made the changes in herself. I've seen that happen time and time again. So a little few thoughts here, you know, from my times of doing hiking that maybe you can apply. Find that, you know, set your goal, find a, a vision point on the horizon that you can focus on, and then know where you're at and where you want to go so you can develop the most logical path to get there. All right, folks, that's it for today. I hope you have a great one. Make the most of it, and we'll catch you next time with a hot beverage for some morning coffee with Larry. Have a good one. Bye. Before you go, I just wanted to give a quick plug for another podcast that I record called the I Hate Anxiety Podcast. If you struggle with anxiety and would like some uh, information as well as practical suggestions and tips for dealing with anxiety, why don't you tune in for a listen? You can download it the same place where you download this podcast, the I Hate Anxiety Podcast. Have a great day.